Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. I am so excited to be here with you guys this week. Uh, we are officially going to the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, the Super Bowl. After this season we had, the Chiefs are headed to Super Bowl 58. I in Las Vegas. Let's freaking go. I am so excited. Um, we have a lot to dive into today, so let's just get to it. I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Kirstie. I'm Jody. That was for dramatic effects. I'm like pressing buttons and the buttons aren't working. Anyway, I'm Jody. Hey y'all. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. So we we talked about last week, right? And all of the drama and all of the chaos and all of the bulletin board material and everything that you could think of going into this Ravens game. And it did not go at all the way that I thought it was going to go. I knew we were going to win, right? And and I know I didn't say what my score prediction was, but I had us winning by 10. Um, I but, mean, we, we could have kicked a field goal at the end. It would have been 10, you know. If we could have kicked a field goal, period. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's let's, let's yeah. kind of just kind of go start to finish with the whole game. And I know y'all are thinking we're gonna talk Super Bowl today, but we're not. We're gonna give you a small preview later and a really little, pop into that little. next week. <laughs> a small preview this week. Yeah. So let's get into it. Ravens, Chiefs, Chiefs win. They go to the bank. They rob the bank. Do you know how many wolf pictures I've seen? Oh my gosh, so many. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I laugh hysterically. Chiefs Kingdom is ridiculous. We are. 100%. Oh, I love it. It's hilarious. MVS was like the one that posted like. Yeah. I was like, oh, MVS. What you oh doing? Marquez. <laughs> Marquez. Marquez. Yeah. No. It's Marquez. Hilarious. Yeah. I mean, guys, the beginning of this game, our offense came out rocking. Like they looked like the Chiefs of old and it was awesome um and like it just our defense played lights out the entire game that that first drive with lamar jackson and he was kind of getting some runs and i was like you know what i'm glad that's happening first drive they'll go off they'll make adjustments and guys like they only what rushed like six times with mike edwards or something like the ravens completely abandoned their running game so like i don't know know. it was just it was not what i was anticipating I don't think any of us were, and I don't understand yeah. why they did that because that's not the culture that they had kind of created for the whole entire season. Yeah. But to kind of really to abandon what their identity was and the reason why they got to the Super Bowl in the first place, like AFC Championship. We spoke about it last week. That roster is loaded with running backs. They even loaded. added Dalvin Cooking. Like, what was the point? I guess. Yeah. If you're gonna honestly, actually, did we we saw like one run from him? One did, did yeah. we? Like one? I we saw, no, I know we saw one from him the week before. We no, I think I we saw one this week, and that was it. <laughs> 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 I was like, what's I'm happening? Having, I'm having so many issues over here, it's not even funny. Let me focus and pay attention. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, I haven't looked at their stat sheet. I'll pull it up. I don't remember seeing any runs from him. I remember seeing one run from him the week prior. Um, 
So, yeah, I really just yeah. kind of get into the Chiefs offense, though. Let's talk about that very first drive from Patrick Mahomes. No, no, no. Before we get there, let's talk about the pregame. So, I was not. I was wondering, yeah. Let's talk about the pregame. I was not paying attention. I was finishing cooking brunch. Um, I had We were in a Chiefs space, me and Lexi, and I just kind of heard everything that y'all were saying. And I really didn't hear <clears throat> actually see it until I had to go back and watch it. So, Justin Tucker the third best kicker in the NFL this year decides to warm up on the Chiefs' side of the field, right? And, you know, Happens. I truly understand, like, we have to share this field. Everybody has to get it in. They have to get their, their warm-ups in. They got to get their practice on. Like, I fully get it. I fully understand it. But there were a few things there that happened that made me kind of question, like, huh. So today I was listening to sports radio in Kansas City because they are the funniest group of people that I've ever dealt with. Same. I and bet we heard both the same interviews. Yeah, you go ahead then, Christy, so I can finish doing something real quick. Okay. Well, so first, you know, we hear the interview for Justin Tucker, and they're asking him, like, what was going on? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I've been the same thing for 12 years, and you know, it wasn't a big deal. Pat asked me to move my stuff, so I moved it. And then, you know, Kelsey came in and he threw my helmet, he threw my thing, whatever. It wasn't a big deal. And I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to keep talking about it because it's not a big deal, but I'm going to keep talking about it. Okay, that was Justin Tucker. Then you have Carrington Harrison on the drive, shout out. And he had his interview with Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes said, like, yeah, you know, I've been doing the same routine for, you know, what, seven, eight years, whatever. And he goes, I've only had issues three times and all three were in Baltimore. <laughs> and he goes, like, I understand, like, we shared a field and everything, but the guy was like right where we're doing our warmups. And he said, so I asked him to move and he moved his stuff like two inches. And if you saw a video of Justin Tucker, he had this little grin on his face the whole time and I'm sitting here like before the game my mom and I were talking we were seeing the videos on Twitter we'd seen it on TV and we were just like okay first of all if Justin Tucker no offense because he is one of the greatest kickers of all time right but if he's your muscle for gamesmanship to try to get in the heads of your opponents that's a problem <laughs> and number two if you're wanting to show gamesmanship and try to get in the heads of players on the other team. Do you really think your targets should be Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? Like, come on, Justin Tucker. Be smarter than that, man. A little bit smarter. There we go. Like, so, is that really who you want to piss off right before? Like, like Travis was ticked. <laughs> Travis was so mad. I understand, yeah, he wasn't going for it. I understand that you're, like, one of the best kickers of all time, of all time. Of like, all time. You're, a, you're a kicker and there's not a lot you can do to change the outcome of this game. So to piss off Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes is certainly a choice. Yeah. And you know, he really being one of the best kickers of all time really needed to practice those seven yard field goals. So. Absolutely. And you know, so not only that, not right. I was, listening, never, by the way. <laughs> I, I was listening to, um, Cody and Gold today too and they were talking about how like they pulled out the rule book and was like let's talk about what the actual rules yes, are the rules. for warming up right yes. like, you have to be I guess they say you have to be at least 40 yards from it's each like other. within the 45 yard line right and they were like he was on the one he was within he had, he neglected it by 40 whole yards and proceeded to warm up and mind you, the things that they were showing on TV, it was more of him stretching. You don't actually see him 
kicking field goals. You see him on the go- ground just kind of like, like, come on. Yeah, and he's just like stretching with this grin, me. like, hmm, look, I'm pissing him off. And it's like, I'm like, I fully expect way more from you. Okay, okay. So um, I'll take that. But if you're going to piss off <laughs> Travis Kelsey and he's going to have the best, he's having one of the best postseason careers. Oh, my I've gosh. So I'm just like, I, I can't. I can't. It like floors me how he just gets better every single season. Yeah. Like even in an off year where he didn't hit the thousand yard mark, right? He was 16 yards away. My God, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's overreact to that. Oh like, no. 16 yards away from a thousand yards. And then having one of the best postseasons you could ask for, which is um, also passing up a lot of those rice records. With Jerry another- Rice. With another rice, right? Rice. Jerry Rice, right. you got to be specific, Lexi. 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 Sorry, got to be specific <laughs> now, Lexi. Jerry Rice, yes, Jerry Rice postseason records. Travis Kelsey is passing those up, which is absolutely insane. He already passed the Gronk one of the touchdowns, now he's passing Jerry Rice with those, and it's just phenomenal to watch him play. He went 11 for 11, or 11 targets for 11 catches. He didn't miss one catch. Yeah, 105 yards and a touchdown on that. I'm like, where was that during the season for one? But for two, like the stretching of the body, the jump past the thing. I mean, just crazy, just crazy I- to watch what he does. And I- I'm just mind blown every single time I watch him play football. Yeah, I agree with you. So, of course, Travis Kelsey missed that thousand. He missed 16 yards to have a thousand yard season. But that catch he made for a first down, that will go in the Hall of Fame reel. Oh, my gosh. It was glorious. It was insane. First of all, A, I I said this during the game, actually, and then I kind of went back and laughed at myself. I said, back spasm Travis Kelsey couldn't do that. (laughs) So that's how I know, like, He's. I know that he's getting older, but he's still in amazing shape. Clearly, we're dealing with able to go out and make a healthy Travis. Oh my god, it's a scary (laughs) freaking combination. It is gonna be knocking all day long, y'all. Let me tell you, all day. So thank you so much, Justin Tucker, (laughs) for pissing off the two best players in the NFL. Like, yeah, like what are you doing? Thank you, thank you so much. So, (laughs) but no, okay. So let's talk about the very first drive from the Chiefs. Perfection. At one Beautiful. point in time, Patrick was 10 for 10. Like, yeah. very, like, very clean, very and, – and I do want to ask y'all, do you think that the game plan that we had going into the Ravens game maybe changed along the way once we seen how our defense was with their offense? Because I do not feel like – I feel like we were more aggressive against the Bills than we were in the Ravens. Am I the only person who takes that away from this game? No, I'd say we started out definitely more aggressive. And then when the second half hit and we, I I do think the Ravens defense, they are phenomenal, you guys, but they did make some adjustments. But I also think that maybe we saw what our defense was doing and we just kind of were going to do the best we needed to do. You know what I mean? Like they weren't scoring on our defense. So, um, but like, you know, there, there, there wasn't really a first down until like a lot, of, like a lot of the second half, there was no first downs, right? Until what the MBS thing. So yeah, um, I don't know. Like I, I would, I would like to see more of that first half Chiefs offense. I felt like we didn't really go for those plays in the second half. The same plays, like it felt like the aggressiveness definitely 
um, declined some. And it was actually funny because Tony Romo said something like, Andy Reid's not a, um, what did he say? Because it was like totally opposite. Like he's not a conservative coach. You know, he's aggressive. And I was like, Tony, who who you been watching? Like he, he goes conservative a lot. Like let's not go crazy. Um, most well, of the season but... conservative. Seriously, that's what it felt like. So, <laughs> like, um, but um, yeah, it was just I loved our first half offense, especially that first those first two drives, first three drives, whatnot. They looked fan freaking tastic, and I really loved did. it. Our offense, and we didn't have drop balls minus the Richie James one, really. There was you know? like one, yeah. But yeah. honestly, our offense looked fantastic the entire first half. Um, I think they actually had a lot of good plays in the second half. There was just that certain barrier to get over in the second half. They couldn't quite get over. I think that the Ravens defense stepped up their physicality and their dirtiness in the second half, for sure. And I honestly feel like we – I feel like – we felt like we could win that game without doing a ton on offense in the second half, just because of the way our team was dominating their team. But you can also see that they, they definitely made some second half adjustments. They for sure did. And they're, our team are the best at doing that in this season, which is why it happened, you know? Absolutely. Like I did shut down the run for a majority of the second half though, the Ravens defense, they shut down, Pacheco was not getting the same yardage he yeah, was in the second no, half. That was not correct. So but, however, that, that was though, a big difference too. But we did say last week too, right? If you get, I said specifically, if Isaiah Pacheco and CEH can have a combined for anywhere from like 20 to 23 carries, we're going to win this game. And I believe mm-hmm. between the two of them, we ended around 26. Yeah. So, I mean, even though the run game wasn't working, like we weren't getting the fourth and ones or we weren't getting – you know, like the third and twos or whatever they are, times when you're supposed to actually run the ball, even though they were shutting it down. I still, I'm very glad that they didn't give up on the run and they kept going after it too. I knew that if we can continue to do that, that is how we win this game. And not only that is how we win this game, but that is how all of the teams that we've kind of played in this back half of the schedule, that's what they're doing too. The Ravens are known for running the ball. The Niners are known for running the ball. The Bills well, Josh Allen, he's going to run the ball. So, I mean, that's how a lot of those teams have also won and got to the point to where they are today. Well, were today. Yeah. Well, the Niners are I today. You don't know. I'm like, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I got you, girl. Much, I can't believe how much the Ravens abandoned their run. Like, they were the best run team for 30, yeah. uh, 36 straight games, I think it said. Now, I do think our defense, especially giving huge props, I know we're not quite to the defense yet, but Drew Tranquil just rocking it out back there, doing great at run stuffing. I do feel like they were not being as successful on the run, and since our defense was holding them so well, they felt like they had to force the throws. But um, I do say, I do, I, I'm still shocked that they didn't, go for the run more like you look we're not even at this game but you look at the 49ers they kept running the ball against Detroit mm-hmm. because they knew that is a huge key to victory they kept doing it yeah I just feel like Lamar Jackson wasn't having his best game and you avoid it or you stopped going to the run which is a huge reason why your team has been so successful this season and I just feel like they they were forcing Lamar to have to do things that he is not doing all game long. The They're putting it on his arm too much. The, but, the Ravens. And, and that's how you know Spags is incredible, right? Exactly. Because that is what the goal is. The goal is to make Lamar Jackson throw the ball. Throw. Yep. And so you see exactly what, he what happens when he throws the ball. And Lamar Jackson is amazing, but 
he did not look like himself at all this no. game. Like, and he is phenomenal. I love Lamar Jackson. I love him. I have a ton of respect for him. So I, I'm glad he didn't have, you know, his typical, like, wow, look at Lamar Jackson yeah. game. He I had mean, some flashes. Yeah. But um, it definitely was not what we expected, I think, going into that game, what we thought yeah. we were going to see. Honestly, so props to Spags. In Spags, we trust. Oh, yeah. In Spags. Yeah, I'm not buying that shirt. I think yeah, um, neither. it's too expensive. <laughs> $65. Sorry, I'm poor. I think Lamar Jackson and their <laughs> offense looked pretty flustered just from the get go. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were three and out on their first drive. They yeah, that was awesome. Looked, and Great. he just looked lost and their whole entire offense looked lost, right? Like it just yep. kind of looked like it just wasn't in sync the entire game. And I think um, this is just a theory, but I, I kind of think John, like their Harbaugh's point was to make Lamar look like he could do all of that, which I think he is capable of being a pocket passer. I think he is capable of doing all those things. But to go away from your run completely in like the most important game of your entire season where it's been so successful for you is a bad look. Like, and you yeah. made it kind of go on Lamar to where you're just making him pass. And yeah. you have decent weapons, but. It just, I, I don't know. Zay Flowers, he's a rookie. He was undisciplined. They played very undisciplined football. I yes, think I, that's where the experience came in. The Chiefs have so much experience having this run exactly. that we've had for the last six, seven years, whatever. And, yeah. and, and I feel like a, people said that wouldn't be a thing, but it was definitely. I mean, the I Ravens, think. they haven't been to the AFC Championship or at least hosted it since 1971. So <laughs> it had been a while. So oh, yeah. that wasn't even in Baltimore. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So like, yeah, experience was an issue. I know our defense is young, but our defense went to the Super Bowl last year and they had to step up and they had to graduate as rookies like within the first 10 weeks of the season last year. So our guys have that experience. And when you have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey leading your team, Chris Jones, those guys who have been there, done that a bunch of times. Yeah. Experience is going to matter. And Andy Reid, leading his team to this point so many times for two different franchises experience yeah. is going to win out for sure. So I feel like people weren't talking about that enough the last week, which is their fault because that should be common yeah. sense. Let's talk about the chiefs receivers and how great they were. So you kind of already said it, right? Travis Kelsey, 11 for 116, which is crazy. He was Insane. averaging 10 yards a carry. I mean, catch. and his touchdown like, was glorious. Yeah. It was against Kyle. Hamilton. And Kyle yeah. Hamilton is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. <laughs> he so, may be the best safety in the league. Yeah. Safety linebacker, whatever. Yeah. He was everywhere on that field. My everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Agree, Lexi. That dude was flying all Wild. over. It was. But I, we fully expected If I were a Ravens fan, right? he'd be my player of the game. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, Rashi Rice, 8 for 46. MVS, 2 for 38. <laughs> Again. He was two for 36 last week. Um, Justin Watson, watch. one for 16. MVS, playoff. <laughs> playoff MVS. When Isaiah Pacheco was a receiver, because we've seen that the running game wasn't going that great. Four for 14. Noah Gray, two for eight. So, yeah, let's just end it there. So, when you talk about Travis Kelsey, MVS, and Rashi Rice, you know, that's the same formula that we had last week in the Bills game, brought that to this week, too. The Ravens game so one I just want to you know talk about coaching and I'm glad that we took this moment to continue to do what was right 
keep doing what's working, right? And so they did that. They followed through to that. They didn't overthink it, overcomplicate it. And those dudes had a really good day. Rashi Rice, it, so, okay, Rashi Rice was great. Yeah. And for being a rookie and going through the gauntlet that we've went through the last few weeks and the teams that we've had to play, and the Ravens are incredibly physical. There yes. were some, there was, I don't know if y'all saw it. So Rashi Rice got hit and he kind of flew like, ah. yeah. did y'all see that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, Rashi, please get up. But I know, then, I was like, Rashi, be okay. Yeah, I, I actually laughed really, really hard about how he kind of flailed in the air and hit the ground. <laughs> but then He's waving he his hands going, in the air. But he, he gave it back though. Like he gave that karma right back and he hit yeah. truck stick somebody too, right? So when you talk about these receivers on this team, and of course, two of the three guys I named, they're Super Bowl champions. They got rings last year. One of them's a rookie. What are your thoughts about the receivers and how they played and how they've really just been able to come through adversity over these last few weeks, going in a hostile environment back to back to back and still kind of keeping their head on straight, no drops, doing what they need to do, fighting for the uh, first downs and all of that. What are your thoughts about that? I really do feel like we talked about this on Fox four. The first time we appeared on Fox four, we talked about this throughout the season, how we needed the chiefs to really consolidate their wide receivers and their target and their targets. And that's what they've done. And since they've done that, our offense has looked more like the offenses of old. I'm not saying that they are the 2021 offense, right? Because they're not still. However, once they started to consolidate and really utilize the run game, it's helped our wide receivers get open. So MVS can make those plays or Rashi Rice can make those plays. Noah Gray has had some great catches. Justin yeah. Watson has had some great catches. So I, I and I really want to point out, I know Rashi Rice the last two games, he's been he's had a lot of targets and he's hit maybe in the, like the 40 to 50 yard range. Yeah. Just because he's not having a lot of yards in these last two games, as a rookie, number one, to be playing and making the big-time catches that he is making, he is making catches in huge moments in hostile environments. And to see that out of a first-year player who really didn't start being utilized till, you know, halfway through the season – like huge, huge props to Rashi Rice. It's really um, to see his entire. I mean, he would have had how big was that touchdown? How many yards was that? That probably would have gotten him at least to ninety yards. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. It was a huge touchdown off a really that soft holding call. Be taken away. Yeah. So we got to remember those things too. Of like Rashi, that was not on him at all. And honestly, or the last game either, Lexi. Not not the Bills game, the Dolphins game. He had two touchdowns taken right. away then too. So I mean, not even just then. And it's like, it wasn't even, uh, at least this game, they called it on Trey Smith. And I know refereeing has been a whole thing, right? But like, yeah, that was, it didn't even affect the play, what he did. So it's yeah. really frustrating to see that kind of play for Rashi Rice be taken away. And even Rashi mm-hmm. uh, commented on that today. He was just like, uh, yeah, sheesh. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Those um, two, those two calls on trey smith back to back the first one i was like okay all right like once they replayed it and i watched it i was like i could see where they get this holding call fine right right but the second one i'm like okay that's incredibly soft you're trying to control the game you're trying to keep it from being a blowout also can we like, talk calm down what happened to sean smith's voice 
The referee? Yeah. He, I'm wondering if he has the same cold that we have all been dealing with. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, it, it did start raining. Oh, oh, oh. It started yeah. raining in the game, Poor too, guy. So I don't know I if know. that had anything to do with it. Who knows? I mean, again, remember they called a timeout because... He was, like, going through puberty. They called a timeout yeah. because the drone was having issues, which was... Oh, yeah, the administrative... I kind of want to talk about that. The administrative timeout. I kind of want to talk about that. Never heard of that. Because the Chiefs were getting ready to get them off the field. And all of a sudden, they had to call an administrative timeout for a dome. For the drone. My bad. And so, in that moment, I was incredibly frustrated because you're now giving both teams a timeout, which was great because our defense did get to rest, right? But now you're letting the Ravens sit down and actually come up with a play call to where they can go score, which they did with Zay Flowers. So I was a beautiful touchdown too. It was a beautiful freaking touchdown. But the point is, is get your daggum technology together. Oh, because if that would have been the other way around, they would have been like, oh, they gave the Chiefs a free timeout. They gave them a reason to come here to play so they could go score. So I'm just keeping the same energy that y'all would have gave us. I hate that they gave them that timeout. Like, and I, I get it whatever like turn the drone off in the stands and let it fall like whatever but yeah that was that was just kind of my thought about that but yeah I don't know what happened to his voice I'm gonna blame it on the fact that it started raining like halfway through <laughs> and I mean, my voice every time I well. coach on the weekends my voice goes out so it could be it was something like that my voice I lose my voice every weekend and I hate it <laughs> every weekend after I coach my voice is gone halfway through the through the day he caught a cold mid-game which I mean, hey, because apparently the weather was maybe really he nice had today. some crap in his throat and it got stuck and he didn't have time to clear it out and he was like, great, now I'm gonna sound terrible. Throwing them Gatorades and water bottles, man. Was it? it happens. Y'all not just throwing them Gatorades and water bottles. I can't believe let's we're talk talking about, about his voice right now. <laughs> let's talk about the offensive line. So, so out, right? Nick Allegretti had to step up. Allegretti. Okay, I gotta give this man his flowers. Okay. You know that crazy play where Mahomes was, you know, scrambling for what felt like ages, and then he threw that amazing play or uh, pass to Kelsey, who, like, you know, we talked about the Hall of Fame yeah. when we were talking about it. If you watch that play, Nick Allegretti, man, he was blocking his butt off. Yes, he was. And he, oh, my gosh. Guys, without his effort on that play, that play does not happen. I, I agree. Woo, he did a great job. That's probably our offensive line during the playoffs. It is the best they've played in a long time. Bless. Um, our <laughs> O line has definitely stepped it up a notch for sure. Yeah. So I will, like I will get to my thoughts on Nick Allegretti and our players of the game because he is mine. Um, but just our O line in general, our tackles stepped up. I mean, that entire yeah. and just did fantastic this entire game against a really yeah. good line. Yeah. Again, yeah. The, a D-line that had the most sacks in the league. And uh, a very physical, aggressive D-line. Very Absolutely. Physical, very aggressive. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, just from top to bottom, our offense, there were some misses. There were some, maybe some things that didn't work. Always. As much Always. in the second half. But mm-hmm. in that first half, man, they just looked phenomenal. Um, Just, I mean blocking plays Blake Bell had some really good blocking plays Noah Gray had some good catches Clyde Edwards Alaire was out there doing his thing Pacheco's always doing his thing like sure just our offense in general in this entire first half did really well it's not great that they got shut out the second half but when they needed to come in clutch they did 
So like, so, that's all you need to do to win a game is throw that crazy ball to MVS, rely on him to make it. And he did. And it's like, what, what else can you ask for on that? So the O-line was incredible. Absolutely agree with y'all. I'm not going to tap any more on that. But yeah, Chrissy has cats and dogs. She's I have a homestead. <laughs> she has um, a <laughs> I do. I have a lot of animals and they love me. <laughs> And I'm she like, apparently I you thinks get your dog and then your cat. Well, like, okay. Yeah. I had to go get my dog because, okay. So I have this puppy in my house right now and he's got a big head and he got his head stuck between the nights or the end table and the couch. And he was whining. And I was like, Coda, what did you do? <laughs> By the time I got there, he was saved. But I was like, I'm going to bring you over here. I keep an eye on you. You're like, okay, ladies, we need to keep this podcast within the time frame today. I know. things happening outside. And then, like, my move. animals are ruining it. <laughs> I'm really cracking up. But no. That's great. So back to the O-line. They were in the beginning half of this game. They were creating some incredible holes for Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. Like the way that he won, A, I guess that has to do with being short little. The way he's able to like duck and make his way through the hole and just oh my, okay like the whole time i'm watching i'm like wow that's a really big hole wow. i have to tell you something it made his way through there was there was one of the runs pacheco made guys where i don't even know how he made it through there he made it through this teeny tiny little hole and i yeah. was looking at my mom and i was like man that looks like childbirth <laughs> ma'am my mom just like died i was like that's what childbirth looks like this tiny guy i'm just big person get through this tiny little hole <laughs> Sorry for all of you people who may be on here who may be underage who don't understand what childbirth is because I don't either. I don't have children. I don't either. But honestly, the way that you kind of do that, I was just like, there's no way. Like, one, we already know he runs angry and he's going to figure out a way to get through wherever he needs to get through. But the way uh. that the line, like, because everybody was already like, oh my God, we have a backup in, right? Even though don't I wouldn't consider Alan Grady a backup. Like, He's played in the Super Bowl. He's, he's he deserves to be a starter on a team somewhere. He really does, but no, right? No, he can't. Right, like you so, can't leave, uh, but you can't have him. So we know you deserve he, it. <laughs> and so I think that because the O line was able to create that for Pacheco, they were maybe just assuming that would also happen for Ceh. But Ceh is not nearly as angry he's, and aggressive. He's as a Pop stout is. little guy too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm out of control, uh, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, do, I, I, I want to read through this really quickly, and then y'all just tell me y'all thoughts. So I'm going to go through the whole game just real quickly and talk about every quick right. possession, right? right? Touchdown, touchdown, turnover on downs, which we probably need to talk about fourth and one. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Wait, which one? The Travis Kelsey, uh, like first, the one we the, didn't get where we had where we had third and one and fourth and one, and we turned it over on downs. We could have kicked a field goal. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Okay, keep going. Uh, touchdown, touchdown, turnover on downs, punt, field goal. Now we're in the second half. Punt, 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 punt. End of game. So yeah. we had one, two. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Six possessions where we scored zero points. Yeah. That's that's a little bit of a problem, but so what does that come down to? Does that come this and so this is why I say and there were some I think, like I think Andy no, Reid changed it up and got conservative when he see 
Okay. When Andy seen, because there were some things we did really well. We controlled time of possession like nothing, right? Like, even though we weren't scoring, we were taking the ticks off the clock. We were running that time down. But I feel like Andy seen that, and he seen how well the defense was doing, and I feel like he went conservative. That's what I was saying. I really do. Yeah, here's here's something I was thinking, because we did still try running the ball and running – the ball just was not working in the second half. I wonder how much of that was adjustments by the Ravens. But also yeah. I'm wondering if Pacheco's toe started bothering him more in the second half because he had been running so well in the first half. Because um, it really was like night and day. Like Pacheco was yeah. busting through there. And then the second half, like I said, it's very possible. I haven't watched all the film. But that the Ravens definitely made some adjustments there. And that the defense was feeling the pressure that they had to make stops. Because it not and that at that point they were probably desperate, right? Like, hey, our offense isn't doing anything. We have to make stops. We have to make sure they don't score, which they did. But we we did stop. Like we were running the ball still. It just wasn't going anywhere. And part of me wonders how much of that is adjustments and also his toe. Maybe he couldn't push off and get the burst he did like the first half. Sean said something that I actually said during the game. He said we didn't pass the ball one time on first down. We didn't. I, no. I actually called that out too. There was actually a few drives where I said we didn't throw the ball at all. Yeah. We ran the ball on first, second, and third down. Like, yeah, which is not typical is Andy Reid. You know what's frustrating about that is like the times we want him to run are when he doesn't, and then when he does, it's like when it's not working. Throw the ball, Andrew. But the thing is, is it's not like our passing game was bad. Patrick again. That's what point, I'm saying. We like actually would have been better to probably pass it. Yeah, exactly. he was lights Even out. Really like, there was one play where it was like third and 17, and we like throw it on a screen to Pacheco, and he gains like I know. Minutes. I was like, that's not gonna work. Yeah, like, what are you doing? It's to me, it almost looks like they can it almost <laughs> yeah, that that's what I said. I was like, if I'm reading this, they're reading this. I said the exact same thing. And like I almost wonder, like you guys are saying, like we went conservative. I feel like Andy was like, we're not gonna get an interception because the Ravens are one of the top teams, if not the top team in, in the league, at taking the ball away. So it makes me think that we were thinking, like, hey, Pacheco, Edward Delaire, whoever, hold two hands, hold on to the ball, do not lose the ball. We're not gonna throw it. We're we're not gonna throw it as often. We don't want an interception, pick six, we don't want any of that. So I, I, I don't know. We'll never Ravens, know, but I do think the Ravens adjusted, but for sure. Again, I think we play more aggressive in the Bills game than the Ravens game. Especially but you know what I think too is like I actually think if we needed if we needed to score in like the fourth quarter, I think yeah. we could have. I think we could have turned it on more aggressive, and I think we could have. We've seen us turn it on before, and we're just like, where's that been? It was just, like, easy. Oh, yeah. They just walked down the field. We didn't need okay. to, so it was very conservative play calling. Yeah. And I mean, when we, one like, field goal would have been nice, Lexi. It, just, of course, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, one? But my one. thing is, I'm just trying to, like, see what they were seeing. They saw. Because um, I yeah. guess it was, what, 17 to 7? No, it was. It, it was, was 17 to 7 for a good chunk of the game. Right? Left. Yeah. It was 17 to 7 until 236. Then they scored a field goal. Yeah. Which so is like, why I'm like, Andy's like, all right, we're going to run the ball, run the chill. clock, and let the defense do their thing because and the defense was small. Yeah. And no, and I also think like um, that last 
drive where we had it was like a minute whatever left and we were very aggressive and threw it to nvs and patrick was like give me the ball ball. i'm gonna throw it i'm gonna get it to him i'm gonna get it to my guy and he did and i think if we needed to go score on that drive we absolutely would have but we didn't need to and andy's the kind of guy who's not gonna run the score up on you so he's like all right just (laughs) boo but i mean that's how he wins that's what he wins 50 I know. How, how many times, like, we can count on one hand the number of times she's have, like, completely blown out an opponent in the last so many years. Like, we just don't do that, you know? Not at all this year. But we don't want to. Which is, that's totally and that makes me go back to thinking Andy doesn't want to show everything in his book. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about that fourth down conversion. So we went for fourth and two. Non-conversion. Non-conversion. We went for fourth and two, converted it score right and now so i just want to say i'm not angry at going for fourth and one i supported it i supported every minute of it right yeah and i feel like there's so many things that i feel like there's never a right answer right we why did you run the ball you should have threw the ball patrick was perfect and if we would have threw the ball he would have missed right why did you throw the ball you have isaiah bacheco run the ball right yeah. Or if we wouldn't have just went for the field goal, why would you not go for the field goal? So I feel like there's so many different scenarios that could have happened in that situation. But I know yeah. me, I was okay with going in fourth and one. What were y'all thoughts about it? I was fine with the with the call to do the to try to go for the fourth and one. Um, I do feel like we have I can't believe I'm saying this. We've gotten pretty good at short yardage situations. It's definitely something we fixed in the course of the season. And I feel like their defense was like, you know what? We want them to throw this ball. We're gonna, we're gonna stop them, or we're like, we're gonna stop any run they try to bring at us. Like, we're going to keep this line solid because I just think they had a feeling it was going to Pacheco because it's yeah. been working. And so I would have appreciated maybe something a little different, like maybe a screen or just a little toss to like Travis or Noah Gray or even Justin Watson, somebody just over, you know, five yards, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that might've been the less expected play call than trying to give it to Pacheco on a fourth and one when their D line is as dominant as they are. Yeah. So, but I'm not mad. I'm not mad at them giving it to Pacheco. I'm not mad at them going for the fourth and one. Would a field goal have been nice? Yes. But I also agree. Andy said, I felt like points were going to be incredibly important yeah. against this team. And so I'm, I think it, I'm not mad at the decision. It's not like a Dan Campbell decision. Let's do exactly. So right. yeah. exactly. No, it wasn't like an, it actually cost us the game. So exactly right. in that scenario, I'm not mad at it at all. And no, I think we're still winners. We convert some other ones. So, I mean, ones looked good on, like, I actually loved the aggressiveness of, I think it was our first drive um, that we were, it was like fourth and three or something. And, and Andy's like, let's go for it. And we converted it. So yeah, yeah. I, I love that actually. And I love that Andy went for that because we've been begging him to do that all season long. Where Absolutely. The field goal. I, I was like, oh my God, is this playoff Andy Reid? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we love it. So like, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I think Kelsey had an argument to have that fourth down or that third. He down. was short. He was short. But yeah. then when you actually re-looked at it, he was short. But like in the moment, I, you know, in, in the, the moment, and then they showed the other replay, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, right, she was right. short. Right. I'm glad we didn't challenge that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
for sure. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the defense for a little bit because uh, my laptop is dying and I forgot my cord. Oh, no. Okay, let's get Let's talk it. about the Chiefs defense in this Ravens game. Uh, lights Ooh. out once again. Lights out once. Turn my light out. That's what the, that did. Um, that was not dramatic at all. That was supposed to be dramatic. LeJerry yeah. Sneed. They were this. Yeah, lights out. <laughs> That's exactly what they were. LeJerry Sneed. You literally couldn't ask for more from an all pro. So that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm my God. Say. I know that they said that he, the writer said that he's not an all pro. He's very much an all pro. And stop disrespecting LeJerry Sneed. Stop it. They held the Ravens to three points in the second half. And 10 points overall. You know how hard that is? Like, good Lord. Yeah, I'm good. You know what? I was told we didn't even need to play this game because Don't the Ravens should win. And I was told it would be like 50 to 10 Ravens. Don't even show up. Why are you coming? The Chiefs <laughs> are going to lose by 14. Y'all didn't even score 14. <laughs> like I, we, we can get I, I posted I posted a tweet earlier last week or middle of the week last week sometime I don't remember nobody was talking about our secondary At and all. I mean they weren't really talking about our defense but especially our secondary who has been keeping number one wide receivers the best wide receivers in the NFL to nothing, nothing. this whole season that and nobody it. was talking about it and look, look what they did out there. McDuffie playing awesome. Sneed, whoo, you want to taunt me? I will force a fumble on the goal line, sir. Thank God you very God. much. Ooh, can, I, can I actually just, can we just talk about that Zay Flowers drive? His rookie showed. Now, oh, absolutely. He had a fantastic catch, but yeah. you, don't, you don't get to stand over that guy. And, no. and, and the ball on him. On him. Are you crazy? I know. And do I think taunting <laughs> rules are stupid? Yes. I think taunting is stupid. But it's a rule. And you can't – it is so obvious. You cannot stand over a guy like Lexi said and spin the ball and just stare at him. Like, you and know they're going to call that. Whether it's a stupid they, penalty, they're going to call it. They were mad about, like, something Travis Kelsey did. And I'm like, Travis Kelsey does it really smart in the way that he might make a face, but he does it away from you, and he'll do it. Travis away got them like people got him from... his whole rookie year. Yeah. Travis gave him, yeah. gave He's them smart. what people did to him no. his first few years of being in the NFL because Travis Kelsey was a hothead for a very long time. And yep, he's he learned was. how to revert that energy back. He still kind of is, but like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a different kind of hothead though. Now, a little different he's, kind of hothead. He's, he's learned to let things go and ignore people. Best thing you could do. Um, yeah. But they fly. It's really unfortunate because they flowers went five for one fifteen, and he's going to be remembered for that taunting call. Yeah. So and that, he, that's he, really that really sucks. Both number four. So both rookie wide receivers number four for the Ravens and for the Chiefs. They both played. Phenomenal. And absolutely. I I do want I, I do feel absolutely terribly for Zay Flowers because yes, while I've said the taunting rule or the taunting penalty in general is stupid, it is still a rule. And you have to know there are certain things you cannot do, especially in the heat of the moment. Absolutely. And I just think Zay Flowers, that moment, he was so hyped up after that amazing catch he had that he let that moment, that big moment, get to him. And he let his emotions fly. And you just can't do that but that's also something that comes with experience they literally and, took themselves out of field goal range with back-to-back -back penalties yeah i was like yep. keep it up because now y'all are mad 
And I love yeah. it. Yeah. Because if you want to take yourself out of field goal range, you keep on ahead. And Lamar Jackson, the leader he is, tried to calm them down. Yeah, He's like, y'all, we are like he right here. And we're I, too um, emotional. You know what? I respect the Ravens. I respect like Zay Flowers. He's awesome. He's gonna. Be He's gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lamar and great him, draft pick. Fantastic. But it's just that thing, like we said, it's just the inexperience just showing yep. a little bit, and that's mm -hmm. why. And I guarantee you, he never does that again. They, I oh, mean, no, absolutely no. And they just, but what's weird is like for a Harbaugh team to play that undisciplined. It's it just like the, do you remember the, the, when their defensive line, I don't remember who it was, Van, Do Van Dye or whoever it was, Van, Van, Noy, Van Noy, when Van he like just ran through our line and just like flew. And yeah. And it was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Why would like, you do that? And they said why? that, oh, wait, 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 are you talking about when, are you talking about when it gave them, when we had the first and five and it put them in first and 10? Is that what you're talking about? No, it was the one after oh. that where they gave him a personal foul yeah, no, because he, he didn't, yeah. it, it wasn't just like a, because I do remember that one, but yeah. Oh, yeah. They did no, that on purpose. Which was come smart. here. Van Noy has been, he's won a Super Bowl before. He knows yeah. better than that. And I think, yeah, most of the game, they get high and it, it totally happens. Um, yeah. And I think we saw that during. Oh, it was Roquan. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, it was Roquan. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. Um, we saw that during our regular season with the Chiefs' undisciplined football, where we were like, this is not an Andy Reid team. Like, these penalties, the stuff that keeps happening. We saw that during our regular season, but I think we all knew that like come playoff time, our team gets it together and we don't play undisciplined, undisciplined football like that. Yeah. So I think that was a big difference maker this game. And I think a lot of people overlooked that going into this. Um, yeah. Showed. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Oh, she'll be oh. back. No. Hi. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What, how, what happened? Momentarily, that's gonna be me very soon. Just came back. It's a magic trick. I disappeared. Yeah, you did. You oh. left the whole entire thing. <laughs> that's so <laughs> weird. I didn't even notice. Amy, right she'll be back. And I literally heard it. Like, oh, she'll be back. I literally heard it. <laughs> so weird. So let's take a second to talk about um, Charles Menahue and how amazing oh. he is. How unfortunate it is that Gosh. he is out this season with an ACL. So. so we only signed him on a two-year deal, which means next year it's a very high possibility he might not be ready at the beginning of the season. Which well, also think of like Juan Thornhill. Yeah. Remember Juan Thornhill? He hurt his ACL and I think the championship game, the a AFC yeah. championship game. And yeah. he was back next season, but he was he was a not shell of himself. Yeah. He wasn't actually back. Like he yeah. was, but yeah. Oh, it just breaks. <sighs> That's so sad. It breaks my heart. Like Charles Amenahue, he already had a suspension. He went through. Then he came back and had like six straight sacks and six, yep. six straight games. He's been a force on this defense. I mean, even in this game alone, before he went out, he had a strip fumble sack where George he had a huge play. Yeah, yeah. He's been so good on this D line. Just a phenomenal addition with George and Chris and Mike and um, and. He came to Kansas City because it, I loved his story from the get-go. Is like he couldn't get there with San Francisco. He couldn't get there with the Texans. Like he couldn't get over that championship game. He came to Kansas yeah. City to get to that championship game and play in that Super Bowl with us. And we make the Super Bowl, and he's not going to be able to play. And it's against his old team. We'll and still I still get him a ring, though. 
I think we will, but I just hate that he can't play in the game because that has to feel like a slight to you. No, it definitely has to feel like a slight, especially because he's playing against his old team. But I think that's even going to make our defense kick it into an even higher gear. Like when you look at this past game, we were missing so many key people, right? Yeah. (laughs) We were, Willie Gay was out. He went out halfway through the game. Joe Tooney was like, we were missing so many valuable people in this game and we were still able to figure out a way to play vanilla and win, in my opinion. So I think that with all of that being said and all of that adversity, they're going to go and win a ring for him because he has made an impact on this defense from the second he stepped on the field. Like, and not only that, like I said the other day, I, I love him for all the things that he did on and off the field. Like, He was so frustrated about the Dolphins game and it being on Peacock and going out and buying all of those memberships for Chiefs Kingdom and the community. So it's like Charles and Minnie has been huge for this team on and off the field. So that's what makes me think even more like they're going to go out and do what they need to do to make sure that he gets a ring. Let's get into our player of the games real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, just to end it. I just really want him to know how appreciate how appreciative we are of him and his play and what he did to get us to this point. And Charles, um, I hope you know you're loved and I hope you recover well in this off season. And I know it might take a while, um, but we welcome you back when you're ready to come back. So yeah, totally agree. Hopefully get this bowl- better myself. Yeah. But- Player of the game. Who wants to go first? I'll go before my children become more chaotic and loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, too late. Um, my player of the game, I'm just, I'm giving it to Travis Kelsey. Um, seriously, please stop it. Um, Travis Kelsey guys, like, I feel like we, we take, I don't want to say we take for granted just his greatness, but him breaking the all-time receiving record receptions record, um, and having the game he did and just being the beast he was and the leader he was on the field. I have to give him my player of the game. So Travis for me. Agreed. Agreed. Perfect. Um, yeah. Sorry. My, you know, my golf it. clap. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Travis Kelsey's freaking phenomenal. Breaking all For the whatnot. <laughs> my player of the game is Nick Allegretti. Stepping yeah. in for all pro Joe to me. Nick Allegretti. So good. Had, he had the highest pass block rating of our entire O-line. Incredible. He just stepped in so flawlessly. I mean, yeah. I don't know what else you can ask for in a guy like that. I mean, you're in his after interview. I know his after. Oh my god, it made me cry. Tearing up, wanting to find his family, and just I'm just so proud of him. He's been a, an awesome guy on this team for five years now. He's had the big guy touchdown in the postseason. He's he's just he's just such a fun player. He's such a staple to our Chiefs team. Um, he can fill in wherever we need him, and he did fantastic at left guard. Yeah. And I think we might end up with him in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't I don't know that Joe Tooney is going to be able to go from what yeah. it's like. Uh, yeah. And you I'm know what? That's, that sucks for Joe Tooney because, really man, does. is he I just the him. ultimate professional. But you know what? I feel totally comfortable with Allegretti in there. I so love you 100%. so much. But, yeah, Allegretti, awesome. Agree. 1,000%, actually. 1,000%. Um, my player of the game is actually not a player. Um, it is going to be Andy Reid. Because he he did he he like what Andy Reid is really the best coach in the NFL. 
So just to kind of go over his stat line, because he does also have a stat line. He's been a head coach for 11 years. Um, he's had 10 playoff bursts, eight division titles, four conference champion titles, and he's won two Super Bowls on the way to winning his third next week. So my player of the game is Andy Reid. I know all the fans and everybody heckle him for being conservative or doing this or not doing that, but he's literally the GOAT of the NFL. Every team wants Andy Reid to be their head coach. So I think it is very important that we take a moment and we thank our big HC and he's, he's, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Great. Y'all four Super Bowls in five years. It's crazy. Like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Never, never, never would have thought we'd see that. I I was scrolling through my Facebook memories today. Yeah, I was scrolling through my Facebook memories today and I came across this thing and it's like, do you guys remember that season where the Chiefs went a whole season without a wide receiver touchdown? I was like, I do remember that. Yeah, season. I remember the pain. I don't, why, I don't so why are my that. Facebook memories giving me these memories? And then I was like, but hey, look at us now. My Facebook memories are so full of bad Chiefs memories. Like, they're so full of them. Like, it's not cute. It's not fun. It wasn't fun. He's like top five all Time. All time. Top four. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Top unbelievable. Top so I love I love that pick. And I love Tammy Reed. Shout out to her. She's a queen. Oh yeah, my she's gosh. She is gosh. right I by his her. side holding his hand all the time. Did you guys watch the episode of the franchise where Tammy was talking about all the Santa no, clauses that Andy buys her? I was just like, oh my God, you guys are so cute. Like, look at Andy Reed being oh. a sweet gentleman buying his wife Santa clauses all the time. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, his, uh, his text to Drew Tranquil. I know. I love that you, Drew shared I that like with I us. I was like being a teacher outside of school when I saw those texts. See you next year, Drew. That's what I'm taking that as. Uh, See you next year, Drew. <laughs> seeing we better. rings. Yeah, no. He's we, we better awesome. resign him. I just love him. Love All him. right, let's get into the Super Bowl preview. She's oh, okay. Niners defeated the Lions. Chiefs and the Niners. Lions had a 17-point lead. The Lions yeah. imploded. Yeah. Oh. Chiefs-Niners rematch in the Super Bowl. We are wearing red on white again, which you know what happened last time before <clears throat> that. So, uh, we won. quick thoughts. Okay. Very, like, very Which one? Very... <laughs> I was really oh. concerned. Yeah, we, we won. Um. <laughs> Quick, quick thoughts about the preview, even though we're going to dive all into it next week with our special guests, which I'm really excited about. Stay tuned. We will dive into it, like, fully. Yeah. I would say my my cliff notes that I'm excited to see, um, for one, I think our offense has gone up against some juggernauts in the last few weeks, especially against Buffalo and especially against the Ravens. Yeah. And they've shown some awesome awesome plays so i'm i'm excited to see our offense against san francisco i know they've got a good off or defense but i don't know if you know going up against the best against the ravens like that's that's a great test um and i cannot wait i think the thing i'm most excited for before or most excited for is to see what bags draws up to make brock purdy uncomfortable i cannot wait take brock purdy for two interceptions if not, um, 
<laughs> take him for an interception and a fumble. Well, I don't know if you guys saw that EOA uh, we've gone up against this season, but versus yeah. the Dolphins, the Bills, the Ravens, then the Niners, if we win, it's the actual hardest path to a Correct. Super Bowl for any team yeah. in NFL history. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Add it's regular cool. season in there too, if you would like. Add regular season, the yeah. last three regular the, season uh, too, if you right. would like. Um, yeah, if you would have asked me when we were losing five or the of eight games that we would have to go through the Dolphins, oh, then Balt or then Buffalo, then Baltimore to make it to like, a Super Bowl, I'd be like on the road, oh, on the road. Like, that's not good. Honestly, look at us now. Honestly, I just want to shout out, shout out to our freaking defense they are so underrated they are so good they are carrying us here our offense has stepped it up completely in this postseason yeah. and the two of them together i don't see us losing now we'll get into that next week i know knock on wood all that stuff all that good stuff but like going through Tua and Tyreek and then Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and their tight ends and then Lamar and their high-powered offense yeah, yeah. And making it here to this point, like I am just so freaking proud of this team. They made it this far. They have the opportunity to do the craziest thing ever and win this Super Bowl in Mahomes' yeah. most down year of the season, right? Or of the of his time, I should say, not career. Season. Yeah, like last year that's was a rebuilding year. Have... This year is a down year. Yeah, that's just... what happens when you have a team full of dudes who did this last year. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's the year before and our, our year one, our year two guys are probably more fired up than the rest of the team. Like, I think our year two guys are more hyped than Patrick, than Travis, than you know, they're like, high. we did this last year. We're running it back and doing it again. And Trent McDuffie says something like that. Okay. He was like, it's a blessing to be going to the Super Bowl. Say, so, I mean, Trent I'll take it. Trent McDuffie might be my favorite postseason player of this team right now. He's my favorite person in the world. He's so <laughs> like you just see that in his eyes when he speaks and he does oh, yeah. interviews and all. I, he's just like, no, no, Very we are here. We're here to win. Like we're not going he's home. Dead ass. That's how George Karloftis is. Did you guys hear oh, his? Two of, did you see their yeah. hug in the game? Yes. Trent, their hug. Yes. Like, but man, George Karloftis had this quote, and like I can't see all the words, but he, they, he, I think it was maybe it was Aaron Ladd or somebody was talking to him about it, and it was talking about all these things leading up to the game. He's like, I don't give a you know what about it. Like we got one more, and I was just like, that's, that's the kind of attitude I like. Patrick said it too. He's like, Ooh. job's not done. We got yeah. we got one more. Oh like, no, yeah. Repeating Super Bowl champs. This is a different vibe than when. Yeah. It hasn't been the done Bucks Super Bowl a few years ago, and we were repeating that. Twenty years, Jody. I think. Yeah, 20 years. it hasn't been yeah. done since a long, long, yeah, 20 years. long 20 time. Years. Twenty years. And if there's another check mark, another check box that the Chiefs can check off to make history, they're gonna go after it. Yeah. So I love that so much. No, it's fantastic. Love that for us. So, so yeah. So oh, again, next oh, week we're, we're going recording. to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. We got twelve days. <laughs> Of talking about going to the Super Bowl. On so the 12th like, day of the Super Bowl run. No, I'm not kidding. I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. Ah. We're going to fully dive in the Super Bowl next week. I'm pretty sure the whole show is going to be Super Bowl. Oh, We're going to yeah. have a guest. It's gonna and it'll be, be the day after media night, too, for the Super Bowl. So that'll be lots oh, yeah. to talk about. 
Mm, there's so much to talk about next week. Yes, uh, there and we is. have a really fun guest joining us. So please tune in. Can't Can wait. Yep. And so much to talk about. Like so much. I just I can't wait. Super Bowl rematch. Get into so. the sponsor, Lexi. We got our yeah, I'm like out of kids. <laughs> I'm, like I'm really I, sad. I'm pacing myself because we're running out, but <laughs> <laughs> we got our trusty old Ken Seltzer. And they are okay. Why is my mind made with 100% fruit? <laughs> I'm like, let me help her. Made with 100% fruit, no artificial sugars, only 100 calories of candy. You can get it from anywhere in downtown Kansas City and in Kansas City. There's 15 plus locations. Our favorite place to get it is Boulevard Brewery, of course. Clean, refreshing, <clears throat> mix it with anything, really good with a mimosa. I love it with juice. It's even better with champagne. You can't mess up. Add a little tequila, however you want. You could do a cute little, no, you can't. Anyway, you can add it with anything. It's really good. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And you definitely need to make sure you have a case for the Super Bowl because why wouldn't you? 100% fruit. No artificial sugar. So, Shout out to Ken Seltzer. If you're not following the sponsor, follow the sponsor. Do it They've now. They've been amazing. They've been amazing. Well, you guys, once again for the fourth time in five years, it's crazy we can say this. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl rematch against the 49ers. Life. Um, this next week is going to be crazy. I don't know. For whoever, wanted, whoever is on Twitter, wherever, guys, we've officially – become the villain and it's awesome so i love it ignore here. the haters just, just remember here. when you were doing it to the patriots now we get that awesome that awesome job of being the villain now so enjoy this week don't take anything too seriously we got super bowl media night on monday can't wait to see all the awesome they coverage for that. are they flying out saturday or sunday they'll sunday? be there they'll be there monday for sure so, so are they flying? i'm I assuming I, I, sunday I was trying to remember last um, year when they, they flew Andy, out. And I remember they've got that. they've got this down pat four yeah. out of five years. Like, yeah. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, no jokes there. Andy Reid yeah. was saying at his press conference yesterday. The guys met on Monday with a meeting, and then they'll be off till Thursday, right? Thursday, Good. and then Give they should time off. So they deserve time off. Yeah. Relax, recover, spend time with your family because they're probably yeah. not going to see them. Watch film. Yeah. You're not going to see them next week, probably. They probably so won't spend, see. spend this couple days. And they already know because this it's is their first rodeo. And I'm yep, very happy first. that we have. I just, oh my, I just, I know we're getting into this next week, but I cannot wait to see. Like, I'm so, our year two guys are my favorite people. And they were my favorite people last year. And they are yeah. still draft my favorite people. Beautiful. Unbelievable draft class. Yeah, like they are my favorite people, and I feel like they are going to lead the rookies and all the new people in a way next week. Yeah, that like and Patrick and Travis, like I feel like Patrick, Travis, Chris, Legarius, like they're gonna do their job as leaders, but I feel like the year two guys are really just gonna take everybody under their wing. Okay. Like, we got this, don't worry, we got this. So yeah. Well, we're gonna head out. Oh, just kidding. Lexi's got one more. Quick, I just want to say, for all the haters in the comments, keep hating. Keep hating. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. So just keep hating. <laughs> I don't care. I promise you, I don't care. We, we don't. Do. 
We love the haters. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe because we're almost to 900 subscribers on YouTube. We're actually like awesome. 15 people away from 900 subscribers. So, A, shout out to all the subscribers and the followers for Kingdom Queens. We love y'all. Help us get to 900. We would love to be at 900 before the Super Bowl. We're going to do a giveaway. We told y'all that last week. We're we just got to get the number first. But yeah. get on we, it. We, we got to do a giveaway. And you know what? Maybe it'll have some Super Bowl apparel in it. You never know. Not you, Jeffrey. You're not a hater. He's not a hater. <laughs> Jeffrey's definitely not a hater. Period. Not a hater. Very big supporter, Period. Mr. Jeffrey. So, guys, we will see you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time to talk all Super Bowl week. Woo! Go Chiefs. And until next time, your queens have spoken. The best in the AFC. AFC Hate us because you ain't us. Ah, no. <laughs> He's gonna hate, hate. hate us because you ain't us. Hate us gonna hate.